Namaste. Several months ago, I heard about Harvard University starting a Tamil chair to uh, represent Tamil culture, history, texts, politics uh, globally with all its power. Uh, I was concerned that the Indian side might not have taken and done enough due diligence, might not have done enough research into Harvard and might not have negotiated the best deal because I do have experience negotiating with the American universities and I know some of the pitfalls and I know how Indians often with inferiority complex and awe of places like Harvard can sell out. So I wanted to debate this and at the Swadeshi Indology conference in December in IIT Madras, we had a panel to debate this and one person showed up representing the Dravidian side, the uh, favoring the Harvard chair and we had a spirited discussion, the very friendly, respectful, spirited discussion. I'm going to show you some excerpts from my positions on that in that discussion. The reason I'm in a hurry to get these excerpts out is because a man from India living in the United States with tremendous ambitions to enter American politics seems to be in a very big hurry and he's hijacked some of my points, he's misrepresented what the Harvard position is all about, he's made some very sensational announcements that how Harvard has backed out or the main donors have backed out which is not true and he's derailed the conversation away from the issues which I'm discussing which you will hear shortly and turned it more into a rant against Harvard and its endowment and they are like a big hedge fund, none of that is relevant. Whether Harvard has a big endowment is irrelevant, how they manage it as a hedge fund is irrelevant. My points are quite different. My points have to do with the Tamil chair, who will control it, who will, who will have ownership of the money, who will control the agenda, who will select the scholars. So my interests are quite different and these excerpts which follow right now will hopefully put the debate back on track. Let's watch. I studied the model of Japan Foundation, Korea Foundation, China Institute. Now the Japan Foundation created a curriculum in Japan on how to teach Japan in the United States and they funded five universities to in US with their money to do teacher training uh, with these through these chairs and journalist training about Japan. So they also were, had the same goal but they, they first created the curriculum, the content themselves. Similarly, J uh, Korea Foundation has set up uh, uh, chairs after creating, I think it's a shelf of books. There's a shelf of books on Korean history, philosophy, this, that, economics, whatever. On all the subjects, Korea Foundation created books in Korea, in their language and in English. And then they started franchising it to American universities to teach. So there are two aspects. One is where is the R&D and product development done? Second is where is it being distributed? Where are you making the Tamil story? And then who is distributing it for you? Harvard is a good place for distributing it. Is Harvard in your opinion also the best place to make the story? Or do you think making the story you have to do here in Tamil Nadu? China has control over Mandarin studies and China studies, unlike India where the Indology is not controlled by our HRD or anything, it's controlled by the West. But in China, all the prestigious, all the prestigious chairs of China studies or Chinese language are controlled by a Chinese government and Chinese 
industrialists in China. So their idea of their history, their idea, so we are not here debating and disagreeing about how great the language is. We don't have to get into that because I already agree with that. We are looking at who should control the discourse, who should make the product, which then Harvard will distribute or Harvard, at least the basic framework. And what you are telling me is that you have not, you don't know in the case of Harvard what, who will make the product. See, you must do, before you start an airline or a hotel or a whatever business, you study those who are in that business. Have you studied chairs? Have you studied ethnic chairs, foreign language chairs, their history, what went wrong, when there were lawsuits, uh, who controls? You have to study the field in, before you invest your money. As Bill Gates said, invest your time before you invest your money. Yeah, it's hard-earned money. So you guys haven't studied how chairs work. So let me tell you a little bit. Harvard, Pakistan initiated two Kaide-e-Azam chairs. Kaide-e-Azam is Jinnah, so that in his name. One at Columbia and one at Berkeley. Both of them complained that you can't keep, uh, you can't tell us who to hire. We have an academic procedure. We put out a call for uh, positions. Everybody applies. We, we appoint a selection panel. These are academic people. You are business people. You are money people. You don't know how the academy works. And Harvard will always tell you that. That you have no say in who will select, who will be selected. Okay? So Pakistan government was very smart. Pakistan government said, we are putting money into a foundation and we'll give you three years worth of salary, and then we'll evaluate, and if we like the results, we'll give you the next three years of salary, and this is how we'll continue. The moment we feel that this chair has gone off track from our point of view, then we will just stop. This is what they did, and they got away with it. So what has happened is, they take a foreign, they take a retired person from the Ministry of External Affairs, or an ISI person, who's very strong Pakistani, very strong people who have been in the service. They take these, and now the university is embarrassed to accept money where the donor appoints the professor, because it's not considered academically sound, to be bought. It means you've sold out. So to compromise so that the university would be able to claim that they have made the selection. Pakistan said, we will give you a short list of three and then you pick one. So you can say you selected. The question is a valid one. Should the government choose? I don't think government should choose. But the Tamil people, some Tamil scholars, like we have Naga Swami here. You, Tamil, good, brilliant people. After all, if it's a great language, it's because you've got brilliant people. It's not a great language because of some old things only, new things happening. So you get a committee, your committee of selection and steering committee, who will choose three candidates, give them to Harvard, they have to pick one of them. You should put that clause in there. And the money instead of, you see, Harvard gives you 2%. I know all these details. If you put $5 million, they invest and get all the return as part of the whole Harvard endowment. If they're getting 15, 20% return, they keep it. They take 2% of the corpus as the annual budget for that chair. So you will get $100,000, which is 2%. That will be the budget for the guy's salary, etc. Harvard, out of the 5 million, is making a lot more money than, than 2%. So the better thing is you take the 5 million, put it in your own account, you get... 10%, 20% money out of it, then you give them annual expenses and they have to hire out of your choice of people. So it, some of it, I, I talk to all these people, Harvard is not interested in talking to a guy like me because I'll talk about these things. They said, you, we don't want you around. 
and yeah. they convinced these the Tamil people that we are doing you a big favor. We are the Harvard after all. And the Tamil people in awe of them. Wow, this is Harvard. We guys, nobody listens to us in India. Now we'll be on the globe stage, you know, world stage. The Harvard dean will come, the president, he'll have a photo opportunity with us and he'll speak one word of Tamil also. So this is an inferiority complex. And when you go to the West with inferiority complex, they will really take you for a ride. So the issue is, should there be a University of Madras, Tamil chair? Should you take 10 universities in uh, Tamil Nadu? Uh, and why not have a Tamil chair in Delhi? And why not have a Tamil chair in Bengal? OK, why not? OK, wait, wait a second. For, for, the same, for the same $5 million, you could probably get five or six chairs in India. Yeah, And why not Tamilize the Indian mind? The question is not the greatness of Tamil, the question is not, uh, it, it's more a center of a question of control. Who controls the money, who controls the ideology, the selection of people, the, the politics, is it going to be outsourced? Because you know in the British times it was very common for a Raja to say, I am not getting justice, I'll go to the British to get justice against the other Raja. So people, that is how the British took over India. I am going to point out that he is very typical in awe of the British, now in awe of the Americans. And previously it was the East India Company who was the Mahabap. East India Company brought us justice. What you are saying is that they were better than after independence. We, were be we would be better off if we would remain colonized according to you. And since we got freedom, it is bad and now we should get colonized by the Americans. That's what your point is. I, I, I didn't say only Tamil. Uh, sorry, I didn't misspeak. Yeah, I said, I said your position is Tamil is a beautiful language. I didn't say only Tamil. And it should be spread all over the world. I agree with that, so we don't have to argue with it. But I, the method of spreading, I would like that you study the Korea Foundation, the China Institute, and the uh, Japan Foundation model, where they control the development of the doctrine, the, the ideas, the discourse, all of that, they control. And then they give chairs to teach their curriculum and they don't leave it to them to bring 15 students and study us and figure out who we are. That is what the British were doing. They were coming to India studying us, figuring out and teaching their people how to manage us, how to divide us and so on. So the fact that from Germany they're bringing 15 students a year to study Tamil and go back is not a favor to us. I mean, if you are being investigated by the CBI, you can't say I'm really doing well because look, they think I'm so important. I am so important, they come and investigate me every year. The reason they're investigating you is not because they're necessarily in love with you, they want to figure you out. And so if they're going to figure you out, they're going to control the discourse about you. And since you are in awe of the British, that they were doing more justice than independent India, and now I assume you're in awe of the Americans, that we better bring them back to colonize us, I think it's a dangerous situation. You're going to be losing control of the Khalistan movement which later got controlled by overseas people, England, Canada, USA, was it started with well-meaning Sikhs who, Sikhs who were there for some generations. They were nostalgic rather than coming back and helping their motherland here. They wanted to create this uh, Sikh identity because their young sons were shaving off their hair. So they started this Sikhism kind of a thing in those countries, but they lost control over it and it took a life of its own. 
and I also want to remind you that the idea of Pakistan was started in England. It was started by students in a university long back in the early 1900s, not started in the geography now called Pakistan. So sometimes you start something and you lose control over it in the long run. So the question is if the Tamil people are smart, intelligent, so proud, why can't they self-organize something here in Tamil Nadu and teach Harvard people about Tamil rather than asking Tamil people to teach about uh, Tamil that to us. It can also happen. Yes. Who so, knows? Yes. Yeah. To help me, you can go to the subscribe button on my YouTube and subscribe. We need more subscribers there. Secondly, I get lots of emails on people saying, how do we donate? How can we help you? Uh, you go to rajivmalhotra.com or you go to infinityfoundation.com and you can hit the donate button. If you are in a foreign country like in the US or somewhere, you can donate in dollars. There are different ways mentioned. If you want to donate in rupees, there is a column called uh, Infinity Foundation India and you click that and there are instructions on how you can donate in India.